virtualization and cardholder data. What technologies are merchants considering? And what kind of guidance on virtualization can merchants expect from the Payment Card Industry Security Standards Council? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with PCI Security Standards Council General Manager Bob Russo and Kurt Romer, Chief Security Strategist of Virtualization Provider Citrix Systems. The PCI Security Standards Council today publishes guidelines for how virtualization can and should apply with the PCI Data Security Standard. The guidelines aim to provide guidance for merchants and others interested in understanding specific recommendations for the PCI Council on cloud computing. Bob, for the purpose of this newly issued guidance, can you tell our audience a little bit about how the Council defines virtualization? Sure, Tracy, thanks. You know, many new organizations are using virtual components as part of their networks. And, you know, this is really a cost-effective way to increase their capabilities without having all the physical elements uh, within the network. So, so these can be anything from virtual machines to virtual appliances, virtual applications, and even virtual desktops. And uh, we needed to make sure that if these virtual components are in place and part of them are in the cardholder data environment, that these organizations better understand how these system components could be applicable to PCI DSS and the PCI DSS requirements. Now, the PCI DSS virtualization guidelines information supplement aims to provide guidance about how the use of virtualization technology in cardholder data environments, along with various points of the payments chain, can be applied. Kurt, as chairman of the PCI Council's virtualization special interest group, what can you tell us about the guidance that stands out? Or put another way, what do you deem to be the most critical takeaways from the new guidance? Yeah, the most critical takeaways are really that virtualizations in widespread use and people are realizing the benefits today, which are tremendous benefits to uh, any organization. But there's also many associated risks, some which are new to virtualized environments, and we need to make sure that people entering into cardholder data environments with virtualization understand those risks first. Secondly, uh, when it comes to securing virtual systems, there's really no one-size-fits-all approach. It's really a, a risk-based approach to making sure that you have the appropriate controls in place to meet PCI requirements and satisfy risk within the organization. And as part of that, we are recommending that organizations perform careful and thorough evaluation of those risks, uh, carefully document those, and make sure that they understand the risk of virtualization to the cardholder data environment before they implement. And then finally, whether in or out of scope, we need to make sure that everyone considers virtualization components that meet PCI requirements and that you can prove PCI requirements are met up front, providing a comprehensive, consistent security baseline for secured virtual environments, which reduce the effort of maintaining multiple security and compliance profiles. And this is a question that I'd like to pose to both of you. Bob, we'll start with you, and then Kurt, we'll, we'll move into your response. Virtualization has many benefits, but it also introduces some new and unique risks. Can you tell us what some of those risks are and why the Council has taken an interest in clarifying those risks? Uh, sure, Tracy. So, you know, there are certainly quite a number of unique risks that really have to be considered uh, when you're thinking about adopting virtualized technology, especially in a cardholder data environment. As an example, uh, the hypervisor creates a new attack surface 
that really doesn't exist in the physical world. Uh, so the variety of deployments and uses of this technology really demonstrate the need for diligence uh, in evaluating uh, the solutions really to protect the cardholder data. You know, there's a real need for this information out there, uh, and the goal of delivering this guidance is pretty much to help the organizations develop, as Kurt mentioned before, an in-depth uh, defense approach, uh, you know, and, and identify preventative controls across all the layers, both physical and logical. Yeah, thanks, Bob. And following up with that, uh, some of the specific unique risks really span the gamut of technology and business processes. So we take a look at the adoption of cloud computing, and people are just starting to get into utilizing computing as a service, and what that means in terms of the risk profile. We take a look at multi-tenant environments where you have shared hosted environments and um, how the administration model, how the authorization model, how uh, data storage and transmission really need to be modified to meet the unique risk requirements within those environments. And then, of course, we, we recognize the widespread adoption of mobility and the continued expansion and what that means within uh, the payment card industry. Now, Kurt, the new guidance also provides some pointers to help merchants assess risk when it comes to virtual environments. Can you provide some examples of the risks that merchants might be on the lookout for? Sure. The recommendations for uh, guidance in the document really help these organizations meet their security needs and have a good conversation with the assessors that are helping organizations to meet PCI requirements. Some of those best practices that we've identified in the paper include evaluating the risks of a virtualized environment, implementing appropriate physical access controls for host systems and securing access to those systems, isolating the security processes that could put the card data at risk, and understanding which virtualized environments should be considered in scope for the purposes of PCI DSS compliance. Now, there are virtualization characteristics that are particularly relevant to certain PCI DSS control areas. Kurt, can you name some of those control areas? Um, when you take a look at it, uh, all the applicable PCI DSS requirements must, must be evaluated for each individual environment. Um, each environment is going to present some different risks and different objectives and different technologies. And therefore, each virtual implementation will need to be individually evaluated to determine the impact of the technology against PCI DSS requirements. For example, the use of virtualized networks will require emphasis on the protection of cardholder data in transit and the segregation of that traffic, whereas virtual storage area networks, or SANs, may require additional attention to access control related to account numbers that may exist within storage. Now, Bob, I'd like to go back to you for a moment. Today's findings included in the new guidelines were collected by the PCI Council's Virtualization Special Interest Group. What can you tell us about this group, such as when it was created, and the role that it plays in helping the PCI Council better understand virtualization? Well, you know, all of our SIGs do a really good job. This SIG has uh, worked very, very diligently to get this out. So the Council really developed the SIG to help clarify different elements within PCI DSS that might be considered challenging or, you know, at least open to interpretation, uh, you know, for, for those in the payment chain seeking to secure their payment card data. So our Board of Advisors suggested the formation of the first SIGs, 
uh, or special interest groups. And based on market awareness and you know threat mitigation and the input of our participating organizations. And so far, SIGs, you know, working in conjunction with the council's technical working group, have produced a bunch of additional guidance on wireless. Uh, and there was a wireless paper that was put out on the relationship uh, of PC, uh, as well as PCI DSS to EMV that helped point out that the encryption roadmap, uh, you know, and now we're doing virtualization. So to date, uh, probably more than 50 or 60 of these organizations have been involved in producing guidance uh, that comes through the SIGs, including 33 organizations in the virtualization SIG. Uh, and of course, I can't thank Kurt enough and the other organizations involved in collaborating on this particular uh, piece, uh, this gets really to the heart of what we're about at the Council, bringing those from across the industry together to increase payment security out there. Now, the next question that I'm going to ask relates to some of the classes of virtualization that have specific distinctions, and either one of you can answer this question. Um, for instance, a different class of virtualization affects operating systems than the type of class that might affect hardware platforms and or networks. Can you explain why defining and determining these different classes or categories is so critical? Sure. Thanks, Tracy. When you take a look at the classes and categories of virtualization, it's important to understand whether you're dealing with uh, data center technologies, with client technologies, and with networking technologies, and many of which are interrelated within virtualized environments. By splitting it off into those three primary areas, though, you can concentrate on areas that may be sourced or uh, outsourced or hosted either directly or through a hosting provider, even out into cloud environments, as well as the uh, proliferation of mobile devices and endpoint virtualization that, uh, that we're seeing considerably these days. Of course, in addition, the networks and virtualized networks are connecting uh, the front end and back end in these environments. and. Considering all of those holistically, you can determine what applies within the PCI environment and how PCI DSS controls can be put in place to meet uh, each specific PCI requirement. Great. And Kurt, this is a question that I'd like for you to answer as well as Bob. The new guidance includes suggested controls and best practices for meeting PCI DSS requirements in the virtual environment. Can you tell us a little more about some of those controls as well as the best practices that the council is recommending? Yeah, the um, control areas are very similar to what we're seeing within physical environments for PCI. And so the control areas deal with the, the storage, transmission, and use of data within PCI environments. Of course, virtualization introduces some new technology, as Bob had mentioned previously, hypervisors, but there's other virtual components as well, and there continues to be innovation in this area where uh, technologies that we would have considered as just being physical are now being virtualized, and there's also some entirely new technologies that are just being introduced within the virtual environments, and some of the, the virtual payment applications are a great example of that. It's important to note that even with the advanced uses of virtualization, all PCI DSS requirements still apply and have to be proven. The information supplement provides guidance for how to take a look at these environments and ensure that you're considering the relevant aspects that are important to PCI. And Bob, would you like to add to that about some of the best practices or specific controls? 
Sure. You know, specifically, the benefits of virtualization certainly can be great here. Uh, but, you know, a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the risk can be even greater. So, you know, as Kurt said, there's lots and lots of new things coming out, uh, and we're seeing them all the time. Uh, so you really have to be cognizant of what these things are. You know, I know merchants want to rush to get these things in. Uh, because it makes their business, uh, you know, uh, easier to do. It makes them, you know, more profitable in some cases, and and uh, uh, makes the experience for their uh, for their consumers much better. But you have to consider the standards when looking at these things, and that's specifically what this guidance will help you with. It's a good point, Bob. And Kurt, I'd like to go back to you for a moment. Specific recommendations for mixed mode and cloud computing environments also are provided in this new guidance. Can you tell us what mixed mode means? Yeah, mixed mode is really a key term and um, has some special applicability to cloud environments. Uh, Mixed mode refers to a virtualization configuration where both in-scope and out-of-scope virtual components are running on the same host, hypervisor, or other virtual uh, virtualized equipment within the organization. Uh, this information supplement provides guidance on the use of mixed mode virtual environments uh, where applicable. However, the applicability of mixed mode configurations and the acceptance of associated risks are beyond the scope of the document and must be considered uh, in dealing with the uh, rest of the payment chain. We recommend here that design goals and desired outcomes associated with mixed mode are discussed and approved by your QSA in the design phase of any PCI-related virtualization project. And I'd like to pose this question to both of you again. Bob, we'll start with you. How does cloud computing differ from virtualization? Uh, Well, you know, the term cloud computing uh, refers to several different methods of using a virtualized architecture. Uh, which pretty much enables multiple users to access a pool of commonly shared computing resources. So in in a public cloud or even in a hybrid cloud environment, uh, the hosted client or the merchant who's subscribing to that cloud typically has reduced visibility and limited control uh, over, you know, the infrastructure that they're using and the services offered. So several of the same issues identified for protecting cardholder data within the virtual environment machine are also relevant, you know, to different cloud environments, you know, such as the infrastructure, uh, you know, in in software as a service uh, type environments as well. I guess the the simple one-line answer to that is cloud computing often relies on virtualization to deliver computing as a service. And so when you take a look at cloud computing, it's really distributing computing into service components and being able to deliver individual services, further providing virtualization within the environment. And of course, cloud computing utilizes such uh, important technologies as server virtualization, storage virtualization, app and desktop virtualization. And within the cloud computing environment, we're seeing some real innovation from a service delivery perspective, as well as delivering advanced security. But it must be architected right in order to meet PCI requirements and the intent of the PCI framework up front. Great. And before we close, could you tell us what you deem to be the top five takeaways from the new guidance? To what should merchants and others along the payments chain pay special attention? Well, maybe I can jump in here, Tracy, on that. Just to give you an idea, I mean, this paper certainly helps 
with the payment card security programs that a, a merchant or a customer might have. And we created this because specifically they asked for it. You know, there needs to be additional clarity uh, specifically on this important technology. And the key takeaways, really, there are just two of them mirroring, you know, what's been said earlier. There's no single method for securing virtualized environments, period. Organizations really have to thoroughly evaluate all of the risks and really understand the impact of virtualized technologies uh, and their own environment before they implement these things. And we really know that PCI DSS is your best baseline protection for cardholder data. It's been proven time and again. But ensuring that all virtualized components meet these requirements, the DSS requirements, you also have to have best security baseline for your virtual environment. Kurt, do you want to add anything to that? You know, as organizations are looking to leverage and embrace uh, virtualization and cloud computing, the PCI Security Standards Organization is providing a definitive set of guidance for looking at all of the key aspects of virtualization and cloud computing, from risk management, from determination, all the way through to auditing. And uh, as such, this is going to be a very well often read document. I'd like to thank both of you again for your time today. Thank you, Tracy. Again, we've just heard from PCI Council General Manager Bob Russo and Kurt Romer of Citrix Systems. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.